0: hi everyone it's hannah and holly and we're just here to say that um if you are enjoying the show and you want to show us some support we ha- now have a patreon um, which will be linked in the description so head on over there we've got very exciting things coming uh, including celebrity corner Yay. and bad book club so Woo. if that's something you'd like to hear more about go check it out and check thank you out. for your enduring support we love you
1: enjoy the podcast Hello, Hello, and welcome (laughs) to another episode of Culture Hang, uh, with me, Hannah, and Holly. Holly. Yeah, we're here to talk culture, and we're here to hang, and we do it every week, so you can listen to so many episodes of Culture Hang out there, they're just (laughs) amazing. Whatever topic you want, (laughs) listen to them all! Also, we have our mini-sode now, Remember When, where we talk to other creators, and we ask them, what's your favourite pop culture moment, and then we judge them for it, because... There isn't enough judgment in the world. Okay. <laughs> pop culture this week, Holly. Shall we get straight into it? What's, right what, have into it what have you been thinking?
0: What have you been doing,
1: girl, with the pop culture?
0: My hero of the week yes. has been Miss Evergreen blocking the Suez Canal. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? There's a ship. There's a Chicago ship. But, okay. um. Has been picked up by a gust of wind and is now blocking the Suez Canal, which um, is stopping uh, a tenth of the world's trade. And there's like, they're losing $9.6 billion a day each day this goes on. And they've tried everything, it can't be moved, it's just still there. And um, that's what has nearly toppled capitalism a that's- ship
1: beautiful just <laughs> what's it called again
0: I think it's evergreen
1: Aww, that's so cute well done she's, her. Just,
0: she's just doing her bit to topple yeah, the capitalistic structure of our really world she really
1: went out on that voyage and thought I'm going to topple capitalism today and <laughs> I, I love it for her Aww, so cute fashion icon we love her uh, kind of terrible have to haven't oh, seen so. the memes but like kind of terrible oh. I didn't know anything about this <laughs> so, I think that shows the like absolute extent that I go to during the week to avoid news. The news, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much, so much. So that's terrible. Anything don't else? Blame you. Um,
0: and then more sad news. Oh. Uh, because of the survivors, but yeah. David Dobrik's downfall has commenced. Yes, and, it has. Uh, he has been. Publicly blacklisted by all of the favorite YouTube brands that like Dollar Shave <laughs> Club, Hello Fresh. Yeah. You know, if you've ever watched one YouTube video, oh yeah, they will have sponsored one of these people, big time. And it's only taken until he's lost all these public endorsements. He's had to step down from his app, which was worth like two hundred million. What was his app? Something. You could take pictures, um, but then they would appear like a day later on like an Instagram feed. Excuse
1: me.
0: That's such, um, like I really, such a bad app. I don't know who's doing it, but there was a lot of controversy because the whole thing was when they launched it, you had to have an invite and then you could share an invite with your friends to join the app. You couldn't just like get on it straight away. That's so but then weird. people, people were selling invites for the app for like $20 and everyone was like, oh no, it's a free app, but people are just trying to make money over it. So yeah.
1: classic that was, capitalism.
0: That was like old controversy, but he's had to step down from that now because of the Insider article and now Jeff Wittick, who's another member of the Vogue Squad, he went on H3 podcast being like, uh, I don't like the Business Insider article is lying, the journalist (gasps) is lying, but he hadn't read the article. Oh God. At least least read
1: the article before you turn up.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. So stupid so stupid so he's now made another video being like oh i've read the article now and i'm very sorry i'm sorry sorry everybody
1: (laughs) sorry did he cry or did he just was it just a sort of sad face sorry
0: It was a sad face in his podcast room, so he had a big podcast mic on and glasses and a hat, so it was hard to tell what emotions were passing over his face. It's probably
1: because he has no emotions, so that was probably why. He was not really sorry. He was like, oh, okay, I was forced to read this, and I guess now I've got to eat crow. Is that the phrase? Yes. Okay, well, that's what he did.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, so David Dobrik is... um, he also came out with another apology, which was a bit more sincere.
1: Yeah, I did see this. Well, which I didn't was see it, but better. I knew what happened. He cried, I think.
0: Did he cry in it? I oh, yeah, his eyes were very red. I think his eyes was, was very tears
1: in the, in the eyes, which is what me and Holly requested last week. <laughs> we are like, is it a real YouTube apology for something very serious if yeah. they haven't at least pretended to
0: cry? Because I don't really think it is. Sitting on a floor. <sighs> yeah. Very true. In front of the couch. Yeah. Yeah, Um, that's he. Maybe he watched Trisha's old um, crying videos and was like,
1: (laughs) definitely. He definitely was like, I need to channel Trisha. Um, I don't know how to feel about the apology. I haven't seen it, but I do think it's probably not my place to absolve him of things that he's done and encouraged. So yeah, I'm not gonna say, oh, well done him for apologizing.
0: Um, after he's lost all these sponsorships, he wasn't ready to apologize in the beginning because you know he still was gonna get all the money that he had. And now it's like everyone has finally gone, oh, this is a step too far. You've done all these terrible things, but now is the time. He's gone, actually, I'm on reflection.
1: (laughs) On on reflection now that my career is going down the toilet, I've decided now is the time to cry on camera because Mm -hmm. nothing screams authenticity like someone trying to squeeze out tears (laughs) in front of a camera. Oh, it's beautiful. Do you want a segue into some other pop culture moments? Because I've got one. Yes,
0: please.
1: In the realm of David Dobrik and people he's had drama with, Trisha Paytas did something this week, which isn't a controversy, but boy, is it. Is it pop culture? Yes, it's beautiful. I mean, terrible, but so... (laughs) Oh. Do you remember her I Love You Jesus song? The infamous song? Um, Yes. She's remixed it. Uh, With? she's well. Remix is probably the wrong word. She's re-recorded as a new person. She loves. I love you, Moses. And oh, no. oh, <laughs> well, no. it's got a double meaning because of like her fiance Moses, but it is much about Moses, um, the the biblical Moses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> old testament. Jewish Moses. Yeah, literally. Um, fun lines include. You freed the slaves, and you freed my soul.
0: No, no, mm. no, Trish. Oh, my and God. And
1: a whole verse in Hebrew.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Other
1: than that, it's quite cute of her and Moses. Like, Moses is in the video, and they look really happy. But other than the the choice lines.
0: Oh, my God. You freed the slaves, and you freed my soul.
1: You can. You can do you know where that goes in the song? It's like... He, I, I'm getting it mixed up with "I love you, Jesus," but it's like you freed this. Like, I love you, Jesus. I I love you, Moses. You freed the slaves, and you freed my soul. Something, something. It's like that. So that. Oh
0: my god.
1: That's something that happened. Um, that just shouldn't <laughs> just exist. Write, just,
0: just write a love song for your fiance. Doesn't I doesn't called Moses. Judaism,
1: but. <laughs> And biblical characters, you know. <laughs> Strange. Um, another sort of sad thing that happened this week was the whole Kylie Jenner and her makeup artist thing.
0: I don't know if you'd seen. I this. completely missed this.
1: Right, so Kylie Jenner puts a post out earlier in the week being like, um Samuel Rowder, I think he goes by Sam who has done makeup for her in the past is kind of a big name makeup artist or does okay. makeup with a lot of celebrities had got into a very serious car accident and mm. um needed funds or his family needed funds for, to pay for like life saving surgeries so oh they set up a GoFundMe page to pay for these extensive medical bills and they needed $120,000 okay Kylie puts this on her story and is like please go and donate and people go on there and she'd only donated $5,000 and obviously <gasps> a lot of people are saying you oh literally make more than that in a day like more than oh the amount God. they need in a day you are pretty much a billionaire and you couldn't spare this for someone who has worked for you has given their time to you has like you can <gasps> you well she should spare it for anyone who needs it but I but if it's someone you know and you have a personal connection with and getting and your you're followers encouraging to, your, yeah, yeah, you're encouraging your followers to get money. So people obviously had a big bit of backlash to that. So then later on, she did an apology where she did explain, which makes sense, I guess, that to begin with, when she'd gone to the GoFundMe page, they'd said they needed $11,000. There was already $6,000 in there. Something like this. There was already $6,000 oh, okay. in there. She added $5,000, then put it to, to a story out. to like encourage other people to just give the little bits and then they like change the number I guess because he needed new stuff doing and I don't know Um, but that's kind of like if that's true okay but that's kind of the end bit of the apology she made it starts by her sort of being like well we're not even that good friends anymore
0: (gasps) basically being like well
1: in different words obviously she's like he isn't really in my life anymore so basically being like why would I give him that amount of money Oh Um, god So I mean she said it probably in a better way than that But she seemed to miss Like the issue That even if if he's not your regular Makeup artist Because this was other celebrities' arguments against it That he Mm. isn't her regular makeup artist He isn't her number one And they were being like so she doesn't have to give him the money And then other celebrities were being like It's not her business how she spends her money It's not but I think it's shocking If someone you know needs that amount of money
0: and and it's you, chump change. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be, because that is... I can't picture ever having that much money in my yeah. life. But, like, it's chump change for her. She <laughs> does. Exactly. It. She makes... Like you said, she makes that less... She makes more, more than that in a day. Yeah. That's, you're, that's just hoarding wealth. That's yeah. just being tight with your money. And then to come out and be like... Well, you know, we don't really talk that much anymore. What? This man's life is on the line. <laughs> and the thing is, as well, like, I
1: get that the number, the amount they needed changed, but maybe if she'd seen that it changed, she could have gone back and then yeah. re donated. I don't know. I think that's what I would do if I had the money. Yeah. I mean, it's the equivalent of, like, us having to, like, give a pound to a friend. Her yeah. giving that amount of money is basically yeah. us giving a pound to one of our friends. And, like,. I've never been in a situation like this, but, like, you always support your friends, we support our friends, and, like, even when we've had, like, no money or, like, l- very little money. Yeah, exactly. We've, like, supported our friends and gone to, like, things that they've been doing and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'd like to think if I had the money to, like, save their lives, <laughs> I would do it, even if the amount had changed. But yeah, there's that. And then, like... God. A little fun one to lighten the mood. Um... <laughs> Have you seen, this week, Orlando Bloom's morning routine or, like, day routine that he revealed in an interview?
0: Oh my god, no. Tell me. Right, so,
1: the beginning <gasps> of it, I just... Have you seen American Psycho?
0: Uh, I know bits and pieces right. of it.
1: If For anyone who's not seen American Psycho or a- anyone who has but doesn't know um there's like quite an infamous scene at the beginning where it's like christian bale's character is talking you through his morning routine and it's very eerie go watch the um clip on youtube it's really good um but the thing is like it's so eerie and he's talking about all these like intense things he does in the morning and it sounds a lot like what Orlando Bloom says he says I like to earn my breakfast so I'll just have some green powders and I mix with That I mix with brain octane oil, a collagen powder for my hair and nails, and some protein. It's all quite LA, really. Then I'll go for a hike while I listen to some Nirvana and Stone Temple Pilots. By (laughs) 9am it's breakfast, which is usually porridge, a little hazelnut milk, cinnamon, vanilla paste, hazelnuts, goji berries, and a vegan protein powder, and a cup of PG tips. I'm 90% (sighs) plant-based, so I'll eat a really good piece of red meat maybe once a month. I sometimes look at a cow and think, that's the most beautiful thing ever.
0: And then, oh. This,
1: oh, it gets worse because <laughs> at some point he says, um, then I'll have a shower and I get dressed. I like to make an effort. No tracksuit bottoms. That's fine. I have a deal with Amazon where I work on projects exclusively for them. That's fine. Um, I spend a lot of, t- of my time dreaming about roles for myself and others, for minorities <laughs> and women. I'm trying to be a voice for everybody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And I know that he was thinking that what he was saying was like incredible. Empowering. But what he's basically said is I'm thinking about roles for me, a white man, and other minorities that I'm not gonna go into <laughs> and women in general. Just generally women. So he's gonna made
0: me He's
1: gonna make films where the rest of the cast will be minorities, hasn't explained anything more than that. And women, again, Nothing more into that, and Orlando Bloom. That's
0: just the cast. <laughs> he can be the token white man. Yeah, there's no That's other
1: like... men in it. No, no other white people. Just Orlando Bloom there, doing his white savior thing. I don't know. Oh. Very funny. He's sort oh, of Orlando. like he, it was memed a lot. He's dealt with it in like good taste. It, you know, I'm okay <laughs> with it. It screams people who are out of touch it's very Gwyneth Paltrow goop, but you know, he's living with Katy Perry. We, he was bound to not be fully normal well then I think we'll move on to our main topic of the day which is I think the Baldwins in general but mostly Alec just make mostly Alec the man himself and obviously Ilaria but she really in a very sexist way stems from Alec and she does we wouldn't she, we wouldn't know her for a long time. Yeah, we wouldn't know Ilaria without Alec, would we? So <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this because Alec Baldwin we know we knew some stuff about him, but really what we knew was he was angry and strange. And we yeah. wanted to know more, like what's going on pop culture wise. There was probably a lot of stuff before we were born or really aware of pop culture <laughs> that he was doing that was probably a bit weird. So Holly, take us away.
0: I mean, I don't know if you came across it because I know that I'm looking at like kind of Alec before Hilaria, yeah. but she does, she does pop yeah. up. She's been around for a little while with him. Yeah. Um but like I was looking at pictures of him when he's younger, and I'm like, oh yeah, I can kind of see the appeal. Like he's got when he's with dark yeah. hair and he's kind of suave mm-hmm. looking um, in his earlier films in the '90s. But all I can see now is just the old, the old angry white man.
1: That's what I and see now. Yeah,
0: he's really been cemented as that in our entire lifetime.
1: Yeah, um, I feel so... like he's the sort of person that has looked like for my entire life, or the entire time I've been aware of Alec Baldwin, he's looked old. Which sounds yeah. like, I don't mean like super old, but you know, there's some celebrities where it's just like, you were never young. You were never a yeah. young person. And that's okay. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And that's all right. We, mm. we accepted. Um, yeah, he just kind of baffles me because he's always there. He's always like got this like comedic reputation. <laughs> he was always on SNL. It's yeah. Trump. I think that was when he sort of came to the forefront of my Brain. understanding yeah. of him that it was like oh yeah haha at the beginning he's making fun of Trump and then like we lived the nightmare for <laughs> a very long time and we were like okay can you stop doing this now Alex I, it's because I,
1: like here's the thing I like I never really watched the like um Trump things that they did on SNL not not because I'm pro-Trump absolutely not but like do you know when some- <laughs> surprise I know what surprise but like what if do you know when someone's just doing a joke so often and
0: if yeah, it's not funny anymore.
1: Everyone does a Donald Trump impression. And yeah. I just got so tired of it. I got so tired, and I don't know why SNL stuck to it so much. Like, occasionally they yeah. were funny, but. It, uh, so, uh, no, I think no. No, thank you. I think we were praising Alec Baldwin too much for doing a Donald Trump impression that everyone was doing. So, yeah. that's all I'll say <laughs> on that. <laughs>
0: And, like, but even in that, he's he's this really serious, um, well, serious actor, I'm putting yeah. burning qu- uh, quotes from his early career. But, like, he's got a hugely successful podcast um, where he interviews all these different celebrities. Like, my parents listen to that. And you think, Is that oh, a good okay, podcast? well. Well, I think he, li- he talks to people like Debbie Reynolds okay. and um, Barbara Streisand and other, like, big but stars. No, and he's very, like, soft-spoken. Right,
1: not as good as um, Cold Chang though.
0: Oh no, don't don't listen no. to no. Alec Baldwin. Listen, listen to, to us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alec's not worth your time. Yes. That's what this is all about. We're here to slam yes. Alec Baldwin because he has a more successful this podcast is- than we do. The pod- this podcast is just going to become us attacking celebrities who have podcasts until there's no one left. <laughs> you have to listen to
0: the cult Jang. that's it. We'll be here forever though, because it's so. Everyone has podcasts. I, now. I
1: don't want to get into that, but I do have an issue with that. Like, I think you, do you remember, like a couple of years ago, when every YouTuber was writing a book, and it was like you don't yes. like, so, and they were being ghostwritten. They weren't even writing their own books. Yeah. They were being ghostwritten, yeah. and now it's like every YouTuber, every celebrity needs a podcast, and like. Well, everyone needs a podcast now, and it's like I'm not saying that we have a right to have a podcast, but what I am <laughs> saying is, just because you're famous and it's another way to make money, doesn't mean you should yeah. do it. You know, because exactly. some of them are straight up boring.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gabby Hanna, we are looking the, at you, girl. Uh,
1: apparently, the Rylan Adams one is really boring. <laughs>
0: I'm not surprised. Is that still though? going? Did...
1: Yeah. Oh my god! Apparently, it's boring. <laughs> I bet, like, people are listening to this going, kind of, uh, I hate to tell you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's going to tell, tell them? Who's going to tell them? Okay, so, the history of Alec being angry. Yay! Okay, are we ready? So, first big incident, yep. 1995, he punches a cameraman in the face um, and was put Ooh. under Citizen's Arrest, which I didn't think was a real thing, <laughs> but apparently in America. Citizen's Arrest is very funny to me that this exists. <laughs> I just picture everybody that uses it like Dwight Schrute. Dwight Schrute is a oh, typical absolutely. person. I know he's not real, but he would be the Who... person that would be like, yeah. I'm placing you under Citizen's Arrest.
1: I think that's the only sort of person that puts people under (laughs) citizen's arrest, because I don't think anyone else has the confidence (laughs) to go up and be like, I'm putting you under citizen's (laughs) arrest. So most people are like you and me and would be like, surely that's not real. You what? (laughs) (laughs) Citizen's arrest. I wouldn't take it seriously if someone tried to citizen's arrest.
0: (laughs) Anyway, moving on. (laughs) One day, maybe, and you can laugh in their what? face and be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> ha! You can't arrest me. Can you get me, can you get me. I'm not a citizen of <laughs> Earth." Anyway, moving on. Okay, so, um, he did it because the press were handing his then wife Kim Bassinger and their new baby, Ireland. So they're like, "Why would you call your baby Ireland?" I, think, um...
1: it's not Apple. As long as it's not Apple, I'm. With is that the worst one for the you? Bar is, low. is that like yes. Yeah, I think, like at least with like the Kardashians' names, they're a bit out there, but I've grown to respect them. There's something about Apple to me that is just so weak. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the fruits to name someone after, it's Apple. Apple is the most basic basic fruit. fruit. And do you know
0: what? She probably doesn't even eat apples because they're very sugary. So that's true.
1: Like you could have called her like strawberry, and I'd be like, oh, that's quirky, baby straw, straw, baby strawy. Um, but. Apple. Ah. What is? Oh my gosh! I also don't like Stormy, which is the name of Kylie's baby, mainly because I don't like when she's like Stormy, Storm, Storm. Like she needs to be stopped. Anyway, back to Alex
0: and I. Like, do you think? Carry on. Sorry. Do you think when they get older they'll do what um Zowie Bowie did and change his name to David? No, absolutely not. Like, I just go with like. Them.
1: They're Kardashians. <laughs> they're not Stormy, Stormy, Storm, Storm. Yes, they're committing to those names because they'll probably have like. Brands under those names by the time they're like 15. Oh probably have a whole like billion yeah. dollar makeup brand called Stormstorm. Storm. So, yeah, I think she'll probably stick to it.
0: <laughs> Sounds a bit invadery, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend, Stormstorm. Storm.
1: <laughs> what do you think? Sorry, we are going to get back to the Baldwins. One second, but back to the Baldwins is fun. Um, What do you think is the worst Kardashian Jenner offspring name? Psalm. Oh my gosh, yes. That is the worst. That's officially the worst. <laughs> I, I, I Yeah, I agree. I kind of forgot Sam existed. Uh, so moving Don't on. Don't
0: you? You forget. You remember North. North, of course. North. And then they all do three because they're all little. they just kind of like merged into one. I quite right? like Saint. I think Saint's kind of cool. Saint, yes. I think Saint. Saint if is, you're going to pick
1: like a yeah, weird name, Saint, go for that one. Ch- Chicago. <laughs> kind of cool. It's just Ch- like Chicago. Symbols. Yeah. Also, they call her Chi and stuff like that, which is kind of odd to me. Chi, Chi, Chi. Um, but I think like if you were like um, gonna be like an artist or something in the future, Chicago is like a fun name to have. Or like her, yeah. if you're gonna be the protagonist of a young adult novel, and that's the only ex- yeah. Yes. But if she comes out and she's like, I want to be an accountant, like that's gonna be weird. If she's,
0: they should have. Yeah, can you imagine? I'm Chicago <laughs> West, the accountant. <laughs>
1: If Chicago <laughs> West does become an accountant, we will be baffled.
0: I will respect her so much. M- it's good. Yeah, I think so. It? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think
1: yeah. Boys. Saint and Sam
0: are the boys, right?
1: Sam. Okay, moving on. That's Kanye. S- that is
0: oh, yeah. 100% Kanye's doing, is Chicago,
1: isn't it? I think, is Kanye's doing.
0: There's too many syllables.
1: I bet you love Chicago absolutely love Chicago as in man.
0: the musical or the city <laughs> the musical, <laughs>
1: massive fan you can't stop <laughs>
0: that Peter Jones Kim and he's
1: just singing cell pluck tango 24-7 that man does all <laughs> the different funny. parts can't be stopped
0: <laughs> <Do-do-do-do-do-do>.
1: <laughs> has I all the costumes I'll as choose. well that was the reason for the divorce really because Kim she's not a Chicago fan no <laughs> she's not a straw. big fan of fussy dancing so she doesn't love it <laughs> right. We really need to get back to the old ones. Back Maybe. to the old ones. <laughs> back to oh, the old ones. I will say, okay. I'm not saying that anyone deserves to be punched, but I don't think you should hound anyone's like children. That's
0: unfair. No. Especially, she was like three yeah. days old or something. She was like, new, new baby coming yeah, hospital. Do so, he uh, punches a paparazzi person and he makes a public statement saying... Anyone with a shred of human decency would understand that there are times in your life when you want your privacy respected. That's fair enough. Fair, I do yeah, believe okay with this. that bringing your wife and three day old baby home in the hospital is one of those occasions. I'm sorry for any of the problems I caused and I look forward to uh, the, pro- the photographer and himself putting this behind him. So, okay. you know, he had to make a public apology. It was fair enough. There were no charges yeah. pressed. It was just the citizens arrest thing he had to wade <laughs> through for a little bit. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, two thousand and eleven, the infamous voicemail (sighs) insulting his ex-wife Kim Bassinger and calling Ireland, who was eleven years old, a rude, thoughtless little pig. Mm. Um, I just I hate everything about this. I just think it's so typical of some like how. Also, I don't know. I never found out how they got the voicemail. Like,
1: I, I don't know whether maybe like. Oh, maybe it was used because it was, like, part of, like, the custody battle. Oh, yeah. Maybe because it was a voicemail, it was recorded then and, like, given as part of the evidence or something. Which would Because it's not going to... Yeah, you're not going to want to give a man who's, like, insulting his child <laughs> custody of them. No. Um, absolutely not. Because he's shouting. Like, he's shouting at this child. She's 11. Like 11. Over a voicemail. Yeah. Aww. And like hurtful yeah. stuff. It's not like he's just like frustrated. He's saying like calculated things. To
0: yeah, me. I would mean, give me a complex about any of it. Um, yes, but he does apologise. Right? And apparently, Ireland sees it as a reaction to the custody battle. So she forgives him. And eight years later, Ireland posts a photo of both of them reading a book called If I Were a Pig, which um, is apparently be like, oh, they could joke about it now. But if that was me, I won. If it was yeah. like, if my dad had called me this publicly when i was 11 turned up eight years later and handed me a children's book that said if i were a pig on it and for to be like let's laugh about it and then said let's take a photo of us laughing about it and put it on instagram i'm like what
1: yeah personally i wouldn't be down for that i wouldn't be down and there's a part of me that like he's like trying to see it as like yes custody battles are ridiculously stressful and maybe, like, a lot of people do this sort of thing, but they don't get, like, recorded. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But the other part of me is like, no. Just don't do that. No, 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 no. Because maybe if he'd would if he been shouting but hadn't said anything about Ireland, I'd be like, yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. But it's the stuff he says. Like, about no,
0: 11 no. his yeah. 11-year-old daughter. So, yeah, apparently yeah. she forgives it for it. I wouldn't. And I certainly wouldn't be posing for a picture like that. No, I wouldn't. On Instagram later. Um, and apparently, to the yeah. New York Magazine, apparently, according to the New York Magazine, Baldwin was ordered to go to anger <laughs> management classes to take a parenting course in order to get phone call privileges with Ireland as a stipulation of the divorce. Okay.
1: Well, that seems fair. Like I feel like if you want to have a relationship with your dad, you've got to, or like if you were Kim and you wanted them to have a relationship, you've got to make it oh safe. Oh god! Yeah, so but then. That's
0: fair. You think, well, where where's all that anger management training um gone in the following yes. years? <laughs>
1: because Well let's hear right. it. Let's 2011 hear it. 11
0: kicked off American Airlines flight after refusing to turn off the phone, <laughs> um, when they were gonna take off a playing Words with Friends too loudly. And then started
1: I wish I could have been on the plane.
0: I would have have just laughed the whole time, which would have made it worse. I would have been there, like, shaking silent laughter, trying not to show it. Because if you're laughing at someone when they're that angry, they will just turn on you. They will, like, go for you. They will.
1: They will. They do not respond well to laughter, but I wouldn't be able to stop. It would be... It's the fact it's Words With Friends. (laughs) What was he doing? How was he playing so loudly?
0: And I mean, we won't go into this one too much because we have talked about it already on our celebrity feuds episode. So go check that out if you want to yeah. hear the ins and outs of what was tweeted um, following this incident.
1: Yeah, go check that out because also that's just a good podcast because it's like why celebrity feuds are just the weirdest thing. It don't make sense. And what have you got
0: to be angry I know, about? I think
1: <laughs> I know it's so rich, but we talked. We talked about it on Weird Alty so go check it out, because it will make you chuckle <laughs> and also
0: be like, what? So much to stem from that podcast as well, because that's what stemmed our Azalea Banks episode, and now yeah. we're doing Alec Baldwin. <laughs> we're just like, we need to know more. Yes. <laughs> we need to know why they are the <laughs> way they are. Okay, so, um, he, did, he the thing is with these things, so he does things that are terrible and in public. And it's quite like humanising to show that he's not handling his fame very well, which I did read in a New York Times article in 2012. But he's not repentant. So in Huffington Post, he's also allowed to write editorials in the Huffington Post whenever he wants, which I find bizarre. He says, The lesson I've learned is to keep my phone off when the 1950s gym teacher is on duty. Not a real apology, Alec. Uh, He doesn't think he's done anything wrong either.
1: Okay, so it doesn't seem like the anger management... This is what I mean! Like, this is only,
0: what, four years later? Yeah. (laughs) And this is how he's acting in public? Like, what's...
1: He could have just been like, I used to struggle with anger issues and i'm recuperating but at the same time i do think there is an issue with like how celebrities are treated in public and stuff like that and i would have been like yeah fair enough it is pretty bad like when you're being hounded but you did have anger issues and i'm not forgiving (laughs) that but no (laughs)
0: 2012 year later a lot happened in 2012, so brace yourself. He was accused of punching a photographer Bracing. outside the City Marriage Licensing Bureau, where him and Hilaria were going to pick up their paperwork for their marriage. No arrest made, but Baldwin later tweeted that a photographer almost hit me in the face with his camera this morning and ended it with the hashtag All Paparazzi Should Be Waterbought It.
1: Okay, not, not the best way to end, but, um. Again, I mean, like, there is a bit of you that's like, well, he makes some points. Like, th- yeah, it must be yeah. really stressful being followed by paparazzi everywhere, but then he just changes it at the end and you're like, shut up, you angry
0: man. <laughs> and it's so 2000, like early 2010s as well, having a really long, like, yeah. aggressive hashtag that makes no sense. <laughs> so I was just like, Take, get this man off Twitter. <sighs> like, honest to God, <laughs> this is not the space for him to vent his feelings. Yeah. Um, oh yeah and this is the other thing that he did about this um, Baldwin denied that he went after the paparazzi man nearly punching him saying that he was the one who yeah. was almost hit and made a comparison between this incident and the killing of Tra- and yeah the killing of Trayvon Martin what I like Baldwin yep, he said, said this that. incident was very similar to the murder of Trayvon Martin
1: why Because it was.
0: He was being attacked on the street.
1: Okay. Well, I'm speechless. We've got to keep. We're we're keeping that
0: silence in because there are no. There are no words. I
1: don't have any reaction to that other than.
0: What the fuck? What?
1: (laughs) Did he. Is his brain not available for use? (laughs) Like, what?
0: Can you imagine the thought process to think that. To no. to jump from, you know, that's why I think systemic r- murder. Been in use, yeah. To white man, white man. I punched a man in the face, and I'm going to now compare it to someone being murdered in the street by policemen. <sighs> so yeah, this is why it's kind of like it's okay. things keep happening, and then his reaction doesn't change, and then we all have to live through the whole thing next year, and next year, and next year. So 2013. He's caught yelling a homophobic slur to the paparazzi, um, oh which. God. but this actually does have some professional repercussions for him. Yay! Oh, cool. Yay! Uh, he apologizes on Twitter, but refuted that he used a slur, so not proper apology. Um, um, his MSNBC show was pulled off the air for two weeks and then cancelled completely, um, oh. so he's finally publicly punished for what he was doing I didn't
1: know he had a show so kind <laughs> can't have I been mean, doing too well up until that point
0: could it back in the day when one bad thing you did well he, this was one in a string of bad things that he did but yeah. this seems to be the one Absolutely. that really pulled him down for a little yeah. bit um and so in tw- also in 2013, Hilaria is walking about with her baby. They're approached by a cameraman from the paparazzi and she steps into a tea store to escape him. He tries to follow her. Alec hates this and locks the man's arms behind his back. And then there starts to be a fight. No charges were pressed. Uh, another incident. I
1: mean, like, <laughs> I'm sorry to, sorry to button, but like, I mean, we talk about Britney Spears all yeah. the time. I'm so sorry. But the fact that like the one thing Britney Spears did in retaliation of the paparazzi, was like hit a car with an umbrella, which you know, and minimal she was in touch. shamed yeah. and yeah, shamed, hated, like lost her career, yeah. has lost pretty much her free will as yeah. well. He received no, like nothing from repeatedly like and i'm not defending the paparazzi i think it's disgusting i don't think they should have been doing that anyway but like it's just like the hypocrisy of it like he could do whatever he wanted really and just like hurt these people and i i kind of understand why he's doing it don't agree with the amount of violence and what he did uh and there could have been other ways but it makes sense but when like Britney Spears did it. Was like, yep, she That's must it. be like crazy woman, terrible. Yeah, crazy woman,
0: basically. Oh, disgusting. And yeah, kind of losing it. all her freedom and her rights. And yet, yeah, Alec Baldwin exactly. can't even stick to anger management. Like, this, this is who he is. This is how he is. This is how he reacts to people. So yeah, so another alleged incident. He's heard directing racial slurs against another photographer oh, and grabbed a reporter in the same instance. He later claimed it never happened, but he did tweet about it rapidly before deleting them quite quickly. So we don't know, we can't see what he tweeted, but um,
1: that's weird. we can
0: imagine it's the same as the other times. Right, Yeah, 2014, he's arrested after riding <laughs> his bike down the wrong way on Fifth Avenue in New York. Uh, he was arrested because he became belligerent with the officers according to the police oh, report, God. so you know we can imagine that he was do you
1: think it was a sort of situation of the police officer is like you're doing this wrong you're on the wrong side of the road and he replied with do you know who i am because yes. i imagine it was that oh yeah sort of situation. and then the police officer was like angry.
0: yeah but you you're driving you're still... you are the wrong yeah. street and then he swung at him and like the police officer missed <laughs> like, I'm Alec Baldwin! (laughs) And then hits him. (laughs) Don't you know who I am? Yeah, he would have been more angry. Rather than him being stopped and told to, like, go down and do the right thing, he would have been like, you don't know know who I am! (laughs) Exactly. Surely that wasn't, like,
1: I don't know what it's like in America, but surely that wasn't such a big issue. They could have just been like, you're on the
0: wrong, you're doing this very wrong. And he would have been like, okay, sorry about that, but no. He gets arrested for this because he's so angry with the police. (laughs) Um, And then... Once he's freed, he's returns to Twitter to tweet out that New York City is a mismanaged carnival of stupidity that is desperate Jesus. for revenue and anxious to criminalise behaviour once thought benign.
1: Um, yeah, once again, just no you, words. You for can't that. hide
0: your petty anger management issues in like well written tweets is <laughs> all I can say to that. <laughs> uh, well written tweets. <laughs> you know, Krimline's behaviour once thought benign. It just it's just really once stuck with benign. me since I read it. I
1: think he really like he's like up at night thinking about what words he should use. He's got the dictionary by the side of him while he's doing it. He's like, hmm what's another word for this? Ah, benign.
0: <laughs> Have to put benign in there. He's clearly not a spur of the moment. Oh thing. no, that has been drafted. I don't even think it no. is him considering yeah. what didn't put his usual like hash string of hashtags after it. <laughs> New York City is corrupt. <laughs> I wish he yeah. had. <laughs> I love that. The hashtags are the best thing about them. <laughs> okay, now we're on to twenty seventeen. Oh, this is this is the bad, bad stuff we're oh, getting into. I mean, no, all kidding. the other stuff has been bad, but now we're like,
1: yeah, stuff that I didn't know I about. I don't know what this is going to yeah. be. Yeah, I don't know what this is going to be.
0: He uh, got into a public tiff with producer Dana Brunetti over whether or not Baldwin knew his co-star Nikki Reed was underage when he filmed a sex scene with her in a 2006 film. He claims Ooh. he never knew that Reed had been 16 years old. Okay. And but um, Brunetti had called him out and said uh she oh sorry. Called him out said he was making that up, so we believe her. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously. After several rounds of name calling, Baldwin ordered Brunetti to produce the SAG paperwork, which was like the stage actors guild. Yeah. And Brunetti um warned Baldwin to talk to his agent about the legal ramifications of his claim and then they after that they kind of dropped the argument, so they may be settled oh. outside of the public eye. Yeah. And maybe. this is the year that he won an Emmy for um his impersonation of Trump. He won an Emmy for that impersonation, Hannah. He won an Emmy.
1: I just I find it I say it again, I just think it's so unoriginal when people do impressions of Donald Trump. Or like Trump. make hair those... comments
0: or the colour of his skin yeah, comments. Like
1: I just think everyone's done it and you're you're better. Like you can some of the other impressions they did on SNL were just incredible.
0: Yeah. And i think he, like, um melissa mccarthy is sean spicer
1: that was who i was gonna say that was <laughs> incredible i'm not sure if she won an emmy she, she might should have, done, have. But that was incredible <sighs> yeah. and not ev- like that was someone who not everyone was doing impressions no. of so it was like original this is yeah. really cool one is melissa mccarthy so that's like you wouldn't <laughs> expect her to be doing sean spicer but she was, it was amazing and it was incredible yeah so I, I don't know that's just my opinion on it that everyone was doing Donald Trump impressions yeah. at this point in time didn't find it that revolutionary whereas Mel- Melissa McCarthy oh
0: beautiful bring that so back so not the man but yes. Melissa McCarthy as that oh. man Melissa McCarthy an actual comedian anyway <laughs> sorry um and the fact that he won this contradicted the president's previous tweets claiming that the impersonation was poor and low rated but who
1: okay well I do support that it won like that <laughs> yeah. he won then. <laughs> because of
0: that because that is funny but. in petty on the petty scale that is I like that oh, it yeah. went for that yeah yeah same 2018 he's arrested uh, a charge with assault in New York after allegedly punching a man over a parking spot
1: I feel like again he was probably
0: like do you know who I am <sighs> I think that's
1: probably his go to
0: and apparently he was about oh. to back into the spot this man pulls in behind him and somehow he ends up punching him
1: Okay, like road rage is okay if you're in your car, but don't get out and punch someone. No, just it's like stay in the car and be like, oh for God's sake, or at most, beep the horn or shout out the window. Nothing more.
0: <laughs> That's Hannah's like condoning of certain. <laughs> it's a rage.
1: That's a scale. The most you can do is shout out the window and just make it like sort of like rational words. Be like, why did you do that? Don't don't be offensive. You know, it's not worth <laughs> it's it. It's really
0: not, is it? No. no, um. So he flat out denies this. Um, on the Twitter <laughs> account for the Hilaria and Alec Baldwin Foundation. <laughs> so they
1: okay, didn't know they that have was a charity?
0: <laughs> so he's tweeting oh, his God. defense on this charity Twitter
1: account. Was that a mistake? Like, do you think he was just already <laughs> logged into that, and he was meant to be logged into those?
0: Because that seems so strange. <laughs> um, I mean, we won't use names, but I'm sure she doesn't mind. Um, our friend at uni. Was on the English Society, and so I was logged into the Twitter, and then started liking yeah. tweets from her own um personal <laughs> feed. It looked like yeah, um, and then yeah. it looked like L U U English quite saucy. Society. <laughs> Yeah, liking, these was tweets. liking all these saucy <laughs> tweets <laughs> we were like tell her now someone needs to tell her that she's logged into the wrong account it was very it was
1: very entertaining was. twitter mishaps were very funny earlier this week on the culture hang twitter go follow um i had scheduled a tweet to go up on like friday of last week and for some reason i had scheduled it for friday this week and it just made no sense <laughs> when it went up this week which was good I saw it on my like on my personal Twitter feed, and I was like, "Um,
0: Whoopsies. that makes no sense." So that's
1: <laughs> fun. I was like, "The latest episode," and I was like, "That's not the latest episode at all." So I'm lying, but yeah. Anyway, we love. I understand Alec. Like, I understand the pain.
0: <laughs> so on this Twitter account, he calls the situation egregiously misstated, and the assertion that I punched anyone over a parking spot is false. I wanted to go on record stating <laughs> as much. Um, the negative charges were clickbait entertainment. Fortunately, no matter how reverberating the echoes, it doesn't um, make the statement true, he wrote. Uh, but then he was charged with misdemeanor, assault, and harassment uh, from the police, but he was released after this. So um, okay. he was lying. <laughs> <laughs> he was arrested and charged.
1: Yeah, to put it frankly, it's quite clear he, he was, was lying. lying. Which also suggests every other time where he's been like, no, I didn't do that. He absolutely did. Yeah.
0: If there was any doubt in your mind, the man's a liar. The man is an absolute liar. So yeah. we're coming up to recent history in a minute. So after this, cool. weirdly, they asked Donald Trump what they thought of Alec Baldwin getting arrested on the front lawn of the White House. <laughs> and Donald Trump replied, I wish him luck. And uh, then Donald Trump Jr. tweeted out, Is anyone shocked at this piece of garbage anymore? As if the phone calls to his daughter weren't bad enough. He's a lib, so he gets chance after chance to be decent, but always fails. Uh, I don't think it's it's because he's a liberal. I think it's because he's a white man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: and also i don't think any of the trumps can be making comments about any man's dodgy comments to their daughter right? after what donald trump has said about his own daughter they're bordered on incestuous oh. which oh. is well documented oh. in public yeah you can go look into that yourself if you want because <laughs> that's uh worrying i'm not making that up he yes um so that's You've not really got a leg to stand on there. But you know what's the weird thing as well? If it wasn't for their political beliefs being different, I honestly think Donald Trump and Alec Baldwin would probably
0: get along. Wouldn't you think so? Because now that brings us to 2018... he begins his product begins production on his talk show Sundays with Alec Baldwin, while also oh. at the same time criticizing people like John Oliver and Stephen Colford for becoming grand juries because they condemned many of the men accused of sexual harassment and assault. On PBS, Baldwin claims that Rose McGowan for um Oh, he blamed Rose McGowan for her part in the Harvey Weinstein fiasco. He defended <gasps> Dustin Hoffman on the Today Show for his uh, the allegations that came out against him. And in the New York Times, Baldwin-backed directors Woody Allen and James Trebek and compared oh. Dylan Farrow to Mayella Elwin, who is a character to kill a mockingbird who falsely accuses a black man of raping her.
1: Okay, so I didn't know the second bit. I know he'd spotted Woody Allen because it's on the... Uh oh yes sparrow where it's on that um and he was one of the men they were showing that supported woody allen and every one of them i was like just discrediting them to my mum. i was <laughs> so when alec baldwin showed up and it was like sh- you could hear him saying about like how he believed woody allen and stuff and i was like he shouted at his own child <laughs> mum. um so i i yeah i don't trust a man to like on Supporting someone oh no. when he's like horrific to his own children. Yeah, and has um, also
0: publicly been hypocritical for one. Oh um, yeah, and also okay. like you said, him and Donald Trump, the similarities aren't there. So it probably wasn't that hard for him to um, impersonate Donald Trump. Do you,
1: the thing is, I know I'm going a bit off topic topic here, but I just think it's important to mention on the like Alan versus Pharaoh series, which i'm definitely getting the name wrong for but the amount of people celebrities who were supporting woody allen, allen. no no it wasn't that it was showing the people who had supported roman polanski oh, and yeah. they were supporting him because they were saying people were accusing him of rape but they were like but it's not rape it's statutory <sighs> rape so like there's that makes a- it better and she consented and they went but she consented the girl did no, not she consent. Didn't. She's so many times said, "I did not consent." And even if she didn't, even if she had consented, it doesn't matter. Yeah. She's a child. She was a child. Yep. She the, was thirteen. The amount of people that thought, yeah. yeah, they thought it, she was thirteen. The amount of people that thought it was an appropriate argument to say, "Well, it's not actual rape. It's statutory rape," and she consented. Celebrities, people in the public eye, people who like that you will support, mm. who said that and thought that that was a reasonable thing to say, is so worrying to me yeah. and makes me think that. Yeah, a lot of people probably, if they're not outwardly saying they support Woody Allen and Roman Planskin people like that, they probably do support them in here, in the soul.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And it's not surprising because they're all still there. And As we've seen with Alec Baldwin, it's made hardly a dent on his career, except for that one time with his... um, Show getting cancelled that we've not even heard of from in, oh, from so
1: it, it probably wasn't doing very well exactly. anyway. I mean, I, this is probably very ignorant. It might have been doing very well, but I get maybe it was doing badly and they just were going to cancel it anyway, or at least they were going to renew it. It wasn't or making the money, yeah. so it was easy to cancel. Whereas, like when he's on SNL, he's kind of doing probably the height of his career in that decade. Yeah, you yeah, know? absolutely. So, I mean, other than Thirty Rock, but that's a different matter. But like, he's probably doing the best he's done in a while mm. when he's on snl he's getting a whole nother layer of support from younger people who probably didn't know much about exactly. him. exactly so he's so people are more likely to be like oh it's just alec being alec no no.
0: this is this he's is a man. who he is and this is the history yeah. that he has of all of this and um like the- yeah he actually i uh, maybe presents as a liberal but i don't think his um he's a bad one he's a bad man <laughs> He's a bad one, <laughs> and that's a that's wrong kind of the comprehensive list. I mean, I'm sure he's done something terrible recently, but I know I wanted I didn't want to do too much of a crossover.
1: Well, the things he's done recently—they're terrible, but like in in a way of like you can't really accuse him of anything other than just being stupid. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Should we get into Alec and Ilaria, yes,
0: please? I'm so excited because okay. I know, I remember when this started happening and um, everyone was like, oh, "It's oh Ilaria, are you actually who you say you are?" <laughs> and everyone was like, "Exactly." Hmm. So I know a bit of it from January, but I don't know it in detail. So I'm very excited I to hear.
1: Remember the TikToks from January? <laughs> the, I remember the first initial one when it was the girl who was like, "It's so weird that Ilaria Baldwin has been faking." <laughs> that she's Spanish just hold up she prays her a lot better than that but so I'm gonna do a timeline and I'm only really gonna mention stuff that relates to the Spanish like heritage debacle yeah. I'm not gonna bring in a bunch of information because you know you can find that and they're not they're not always a terrible couple is what I'm saying no. like they probably have like I didn't even know that they had a charity together No, not know what the charity I. does <laughs> but so like all I'm saying is if it seems like I'm focusing too much on the Spanish stuff that is literally all I'm going to do. So if you want <laughs> if you want to know other things about them I'm not the source. <laughs> um so we start in 2007 and you might be thinking, "Hang on, Alec and Alaria hadn't actually met and they didn't meet until 2011." So what happened in 2007? Well, something very fun happened. Um something that seems very 2021 to me, um but it happened in 2007 when Alec was on 30 Rock. On the first season of the show, there was a plot line <laughs> where Alec is dating a woman, he proposes to her, who is English. Except Tina Fey's character then discovers that she's faking being English <gasps> and she was American all along.
0: It's a plot line. Yep. It was a It's a plot, plot line. Di-
1: it was a plot <laughs> line he, in the show. He
0: enjoyed it so much, <laughs>
1: he then was like... She was like, I've got to make this reality. <laughs> but I really do kinda wow. wanna know like what Tina Fey thinks of no. it and the writers of that show because, like, are they like, did we just predict the future? How <laughs> Am do I they psychic? feel about the whole Yeah, it's yeah. how weird that that was a plot line, anyway. Love that that existed. I just wanted to bring that up because I love things like that mm. that predict something so random that they clearly put that in the show, which is a really like like famous for really bizarre plot lines. They put that in and <laughs> thinking like this is so this bizarre. Is out so there, yeah. Nothing like this would ever happen. Ta-da! <laughs> Here we go. So two thousand eleven, Ale- Hilaria, Alaria and Alec actually meet, um they meet in a restaurant and Alec spots her, walks up to her in his like what is he, like thirty years older than her or yeah. something. Walks up to this young woman and goes, I must know you. Ew. Um Ooh. Yeah, which they always tell like it's the cutest thing ever and I think that's disgusting. By the way. Um <laughs> He gave her his phone number, uh, and she apparently was hesitant about calling him, but eventually does. And then after five months together, they move in together. Five months. This all, yeah, it moves quite fast. And so at this point, there's some like some people have like poked holes in their like meeting story. They Alec and Elari have both told it differently, but it doesn't really have anything to do with the fact that she is faking being Spanish. <laughs> it just kind of. Had, it's just kind of weird like the story doesn't exactly match up but that's by the by what's um, different about the so story it's something like she said it's something to do with him asking her for a number um or whether he gave her the number or something like okay. that whereas in interviews he said that he never gives women his number or he never right, asked for their number, right, but something right. like that like it doesn't it doesn't exactly add up <laughs> um and also stuff like i'll get into it more later like she said that she didn't really know who he was when they met, but then there's evidence that she did. So, um, so at this point, you might be thinking, how how was she going with the whole Spanish stuff? Um, and I think my theory, I'm just going to put it out there now, is that she was in this restaurant. Alec Baldwin comes up to her. And she's panicking and thinks, oh my god, it's Alec Baldwin. We're probably never going to speak again. This is probably the only interaction I have with Alec Baldwin. I want him to think I'm really cool. And so she was like, I'm going to put on a bit of a Spanish accent because I spend a lot of time in Spain. I speak Spanish. So I'm just going to put a little bit on because it's probably the only interaction we have. And then boom, they move in together after five months. He thinks she's really cool. The, yeah, and Spanish. The more you hear the more you'll probably think that sounds like a valid thing that could happen. Because in 2011, she's often tweeting in Spanish, um, which just comes across as really obnoxious. So you'll see a lot that she tweets in Spanish, and she puts posts on Instagram with Spanish captions, but she'll maybe only put one word in Spanish, and she might use the phrase wrong. I'll get more into that. Um, So she's tweeting a lot in Spanish, and she says basically that her family live there. She does not claim that she's Spanish at this point. Um, She says that Spain is her home, but b- it's because her parents live there, and basically she says, home is where my parents are going to be. Which makes sense to me at this point. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, fine. that's quite nice. I think when I was, like, living at university, I was still calling, like, where my parents lived, home. And I, it was, like, it's weird too. Yeah. You call both places home, basically. So it doesn't surprise me that she would call where they live in Spain home, because... That's fine. No. Yeah, that's where no her parents issue parents are. with
0: that. Yeah. Home yeah. a people, yeah. not a place. That's beautiful.
1: Um, so everything seems to be fine. <laughs> she's not claiming she's Spanish. And yeah, I, I don't think it's unusual that she called it home when that's where her parents are. Um, 2012, yeah. they get engaged and married in this year. And this is where the Spanish heritage gets very interesting. We really get into it here. So the Times <laughs> made a wedding announcement for the couple. And stated some interesting things. Um, one being that Ilaria graduated from New York University, and that she was raised in Boston and Spain, and that her parents are now residing in Mallorca Um, and they put her full name as Ilaria Lynn Thomas, which is such an uh, like you know American name, and it would be even more American if it was just Hi- Hillary Lynn Thomas. Just imagine if it was just Hillary Lynn Thomas, very American, right? so for the wedding
0: oh my god apparently they
1: they just really exaggerated all the spanish heritage there um so at the wedding she wore a spanish veil and said that she liked that it brought in a bit of her culture which may i remind you it's not her culture before this she's never claimed it as so i don't know why she starts here um Probably because she lied to Alec <laughs> she and she's too in deep. too deep. Um, she now, at this point, is referring to Spain as her culture, which, like I've said, makes things confusing. And it gets worse. She tells Vanity Fair Espana um, that her family couldn't pronounce her new surname. So let's just reflect. What was her maiden name? <sighs> Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> and. Toma. Her. Like. To just ignore whatever her heritage would be. Her maiden name is Thomas and you're telling me her family couldn't pronounce Baldwin. They can pronounce Thomas. And also I think it's kind of like offensive to actual Spanish people who I'm pretty sure could probably pronounce Baldwin if you said to them how would you say this? Or you just went his name is Baldwin. They would be like yes Baldwin. They might say it with an accent but they could say it. Yeah. Um, she then appears on Good Morning America Um, with a distinct Spanish accent, which is...
0: (laughs) Oh my god, so it was a telly appearance (laughs) Oh my god. And then at
1: this point, 2012, she also starts her Instagram, um, and yeah, this is where the Spanish captions come in. So she really pointlessly will call people like, Señor so-and-so, instead of just saying their name. So a good example of this is a picture of Alec and Richard Gere, and instead of saying, Oh, my husband and Richard Gere, she says... Hubby and Señor Gear, just to throw in that bit of Spanish.
0: <laughs> and I, Hubby, is the most Spanish phrase. I guarantee you, people who speak Spanish
1: or are Spanish um, or have Spanish heritage, they do not put captions like this. They will either put it in Spanish or they will put it in English. <laughs> or if it's like quite a, like if it, I don't know if you're like me, familiar, you might put that in with some English, but you wouldn't just yeah. randomly put Señor in front of everything. That's weird. <laughs> um she oh, she did caption a family picture, me familia, um, and a picture of her as a child as la vida en españa um so just really random like almost like someone who doesn't really know that much spanish but is trying to convince the world they're spanish <laughs> i do know that she she has GCSE I know she's spanish fluent in spanish but it comes <laughs> off at this point that she doesn't actually have very good spanish to me like she's just like oh what traditional things like spanish people say señor um she <laughs> then tweets saying she was born in boston and spent much of her childhood in spain and her family live there now I get the vibe that maybe growing up her family had a house in Spain and she spent holidays there. I know people who have like mm-hmm. a like will have a villa in Spain and they go there every holiday. Not one of them has a Spanish accent in any form. Um but the Baldwins, <laughs> like at different points in time, have said that she was educated half in Boston, half in Spain, and I just don't think that's true. There's no evidence either way, but I just don't think it's true. Why would you You'll find out later on, It'll but such like, a culture yeah, her difference. parents have solid jobs in America. You wouldn't move half and half, like half the year in one place, half mm. the year in another place. It doesn't make sense. Um, You would spend holidays. Maybe they had long holidays and she would spend like two months out of the year there. That would make sense to me, but I don't think she's spending half the year there. Anyway, Um, she, yeah, people clearly were questioning her heritage already in twenty twelve. So to fight this oh she posts a picture of herself in a what they described as like a Spanish soccer top, but it didn't look authentic at all. It was like <laughs> a Spanish Like, it was meant to look like a Spanish football team thing, but it was just a vest and didn't seem to have any particular team on it or anything. It was weird. She couldn't even um, pretend
0: to support Real Madrid. Like, like, you know, one of the most famous teams in the
1: world. And she put the caption as, in case there was any question about me cultura upbringing. (laughs) So she just threw in me culture, and apparently that is not the correct way to use that anyway, so it does not make sense within the context. And I said this to my mum, and like she was like, well, yeah, exactly like you say, we have like Real Madrid-, Madrid tops, we have different football tops from different places, Jack has a ton, he has loads of German ones, he, he puts them on occasion, doesn't mean that's his culture, does it? <laughs> Can
0: you imagine if he walked around and was like,
1: I am German. I'm German. No. <laughs> If he was, I'd be like, shut up. We have absolutely no German in us that we know of. (laughs) Funnily enough, though, a side note, my brother did think we were Italian for much of our lives. And I don't... Apparently our grandparent who we never met, but he had seen in pictures looked very Italian and for some reason he just had always thought he was because 'cause he'd never <laughs> met him we'd had no he'd had no one no to confirmation. tell him. No. That was so, so funny that
0: I was expecting you to say like a grandparent that you saw once maybe before they died, and then he no. told him as like a joke that sometimes no. adults play on children just to mess with their heads a little yeah, bit exactly. where they're like but did you, you know, know that we're italian happen. he just thought we were <laughs> and then at one point he was like i
1: thought we were italian to me and i went no not in the slightest <laughs> um so I, that's how these sort of things probably grow maybe this is what alaria what happened to alaria she just suspected they they might mm. have been spanish she wants um, to be
0: spicy white that's the issue and it's, i'm not well, saying we like really she wants to be hispanic but maybe she does because you well, know she there, does, there are basically. actually, you know, Hispanic ethnic people, yeah, in America as a minority. Mm-hmm. I'm not ignoring that, but like yeah. just just you're a white person. Just accept that you're a white person who spends part of their year in Spain. Yeah. Like that—that's what you are. <laughs>
1: She, I definitely think that she, I don't know if she wanted to come across as Hispanic, but I think maybe she did. But even if she didn't, she was benefiting off people yes. being misled into thinking she was Hispanic and not. Even Spanish people are white, but she seemed to not be aware of that. Like, like <laughs> it's European. Like, she, she seemed to not be aware of that and we will really get into that. So 2013, Alec appears on David Letterman and informs everyone. And remember this, he informs everyone that his wife is Spanish <gasps> and does an impression of her with a Spanish accent. So he clearly was under the impression <laughs> she was Spanish. But yeah, remember that, because it will be important later. Um, and also, he very awkwardly comments after, like, during the accent that he's doing and says, I don't mean to be racist when I put that accent on, by the way.
0: Um, okay. Um, so, he, so that makes it sound like he thinks she's Hispanic. Yeah, because it would be racist to impersonate a Hispanic person.
1: Yeah, I think he. I think they're just not aware that people from Spain are like oh, European what? and their ethnicity is white. Um, rather than like, oh I think they're just god. not aware that that oh doesn't make god. someone Hispanic or Latin. Um, a Latina is what she will say a lot about. Like, no. well, we'll get into the, well, we'll get into it. Um, so oh my god. Um. She so this this is actually it. She keeps getting named one of the twenty five best Latina stars <gasps> of the week by Latina magazine, and you might say like she never said herself that she was Latina, but she retweets these mm. and interacts with them and never says, but like that I am not I am white. She never says that. Oh my god. Um, she just like kind of is like thank you. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Um, and then when the couple they this year they also have their first child together, Carmen. Traditional Spanish name. Mm -hmm. Um, Elaria is asked in an interview, how will she incorporate Latin culture into Carmen's Uh life? Not Spanish culture, Latin culture. Um, And she doesn't correct them. And she doesn't say, that's not my culture at all. I mean, she's not even Spanish anyway, but she never is just like, I am American. (laughs) So I will not be incorporating incorporating another culture really into their lives and if i do it will be educated and i will know the difference between like being (laughs) spanish and hispanic (laughs) anyway 2014 we get another interview with vanity fair España, um and she refuses to provide or confirm biographical details to them which is interesting red flag Um, i
0: mean there's been a litter of red flags since the beginning by this point but (laughs) <laughs> the fact that she's like oh no look here, here's, here's a picture of my parents yeah. you know in spain with me but you're not hispanic if you're from spain no you're not. and she keeps like you're spanish they...
1: <laughs> yeah i know and they they said that she only would give them like oh. carefully chosen anecdotes she wouldn't give them biographical oh, details God. just carefully chosen anecdotes i think that's how they explained it um, she just kind of she does still repeat that she grew up between Boston and Spain, which again yeah. I think she probably just spent holidays in Spain, but she isn't saying like, like call me vibes. Spain at I know
0: point. that film has been um, ruined because of Army Hammer, but yeah, like that's no, they're American, mm, but yeah. they are professors exactly. of like like ancient culture or something like um in Italy, so yeah. they they have an, an Italian villa. Yeah,
1: well kind of on the topic of that as well though but like isn't timothy chalamet like half french yes right awesome and i think spent speaks a lot of time french. in france yeah. and speaks fluent french has that influence in his life <laughs> but doesn't have a french accent <laughs> like he does when he speaks the language but doesn't like like Cuckoo. speak in a french accent when he's just being interviewed and stuff and speak yeah okay so um yeah in 2014 Elaria's parents, David L. Thomas Jr. and Catherine Haywood, the most American (laughs) names ever, um, found a website called International Integrators. Uh, Okay, and on this blog... What? Catherine states that she worked at the Massachusetts General Hospital and Harvard Medical School from 1992 to 2012, which doesn't really support <laughs> that she would half be living in Spain, half be living in America if she's working in hospitals and at a medical no. school.
0: Consistently. So her parents
1: kind of ruin it for her for a bit, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, the New York Post interestingly reports that Hilaria's parents only moved to Spain in 2011, um not that they had lived there half the time for years but that they only moved there in 2011 which is i find it interesting because that's the year that Alaria and alec met and the year where she's referring to spain as home so i think i think that supports (laughs) the idea that she met him and was like need to make myself interesting my parents have just moved to spain um (laughs) 2015 they have another child they're just popping out like they're going to pop out a lot of children from yeah. now on let me tell you.
0: I was I was going to say doesn't he have like six yeah. children? Six or now
1: but seven if you include Ireland, Um which he Oh my god, six with yeah. malaria? Uh-huh. And he's what? like super old. He's, <laughs> he's so yeah. old. Um I think by the time his like most recent child well, the two because they've been born in the same year, but by the time they're adults he'll be like into his 80s.
0: Yeah, yeah, he will be. If they're when they're 20, That he'll be 82. So that's
1: fun. Um, (laughs) So they have their second child. They call it Raphael, which, again, Raphael. Raphael. We also hear from Ilari's parents again. They're just ruining everything for her. Um <laughs> her dad goes onto the blog and um he says that he has an affinity for Spanish Spanish language. he has an affinity for Spanish language and culture, but confirms that he doesn't have an iota of Latin blood. Not oh, one bit. So kind of confirming that he, although he mouth. has an
0: affinity for the culture, it is not his culture. So and he, and that's him being like self-proclaimed has an affinity for spanish culture let's talk to some of the spanish people like their neighbors or something and see oh, if yeah. they say the same thing there's just the like these american people going hola. hola um the way it came across <laughs> is that her dad is absolutely obsessed with spain
1: that's how it came across to me like he just seems oh, like he's obsessed with spain yeah. i think maybe that's where she's going from um but yeah this kind of contradicts something that alex said because he had claimed in an interview that ilaria's dad is spanish but evidently, that's not true. Or like, had Spanish heritage, oh, but that's not true at all. You're So
0: right, you're so right. She's just panicked and is like anecdotally, oh, oh, I'm a little bit Spanish because my parents have just moved there. Yep. Like that, that's where. I also think that is over the years, of years, all... she
1: realised that she'd done this wrong, so she kept trying to drop in bits of information to him to be like. Actually, no, I'm not Spanish, but my parents live there. And I spent and that's I think where it comes from that she spent half her childhood there because she was like, I can't fully just be like, I'm not Spanish in the slightest. So I've gotta make you think there's a reason why when we first spoke super I had American. a Spanish accent. And it's because I spent half my childhood there. Um so then she does an interview with Hello magazine. And they refer to her as a Spanish-born beauty, which, not true. Um, And she makes no attempt to correct them. None. Uh, And then she starts posting memes in Spanish on her Instagram, and they're so embarrassing. Um, Oh, no. We're
0: going to have to repost some of them. Oh, yeah, I'll find them. There was
1: one in particular in the article I was looking at that's... It's to do with being, it's like, you know, the meme about being a mumby, like a zombie and a mum, and but it's in Spanish. Right. It's in Spanish. There was no reason. <laughs> anyway, Um. then we get the infamous video of Ilaria at uh, participating in the People en Español festival in New York City on the Today Show. And mm. um, this is what people really used as the evidence of what? Um. She is doing a cooking segment and there is cucumber in front of her and she says we have tomatoes we have um how do you say in english about the cucumber <gasps> how do you say in english now she says in response to this that it was nerves and she like forgot what it was called because of nerves now my counter argument to that is if you forgot what it was called a nerve because of nerves and i forget words so often but not once have i ever gone what's it called in English I would just go what's the word who says what's it called in English if English is your like primary language you're not you're not you're translating, translating in your what's head it called? you're like
0: that's not no. what you're doing you would do that if you were translating in your head which is so much harder yeah. to do than just speak English
1: but even so I think people who are genuinely bilingual would just go oh what's that called yeah. or like yeah. oh 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 and then say it <laughs> but isn't it's weird. English? <laughs> What's this in english it was a cucumber (laughs) (laughs) i wonder what cucumber is in spanish and like how different it is to english because imagine if it was just like cucumber should we have a uh, look Yes, please. i reckon it won't be it'll be something really different now but imagine if it was just basically cucumber (laughs) as well that would just make it even better
0: cucumber in spanish Pepino. pepino
1: pepino oh that's cute she could have just said that and I would have believed her more. Like, if she just said the word for it in Spanish and then going, oh no, I mean cucumber, yeah. I would have been like, oh. okay, well, bit weird, but I believe that more than, oh, what's the word for this in English? Um, then we move on to 2016. They have another child, Leonardo.
0: They're just um, naming them after the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, big time.
1: <laughs> Or just like um, Leonardo DiCaprio. And so uh, Ilaria at this point publishes a book and in it she reveals that, because because like I said earlier, because she can, and it was probably (laughs) ghost written, she, because think about it, for the past like three years or so, she's just been popping out babies and stuff. I don't think she had time to be writing this wellness book, but whatever. Um, she publishes the book and reveals that her and Alec have Spanish phrases engraved into their wedding rings, Um, and apparently they say, somos un buen equipo, sorry for the pronunciation on that, but that means we are a good team, which again, just feels like they went to Google Translate and they were like, we are a good team, and got that translated, why wouldn't you not choose something like, I don't know, like, love is eternal or something,
0: but l- yeah we are we are a team. good team it's not romantic no we are a good it's team. practical yeah and i think you know when people talk about you know what's the key to a successful marriage is being a good a good team, team like a good team together and you want the but same it's not like
1: would you want that on <laughs> your like on your wedding ring your it's your like wedding. getting like we have the same political beliefs on your wedding ring <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> Liberal. We we have some things in common that make <laughs> this relationship work. No, we
0: are a good team. We don't hate each other.
1: They, <laughs> they clearly <laughs> thought just because it's in Spanish that makes this seem like spicy. Yeah, spicy. But no, it's still boring. Um, <laughs> then 2017, we don't really get any reveals Spanish wise. 2018, boom, another child. Um, they welcome their oh. fourth child. Romeo, although apparently they pronounce it Romeo, um, which I mean, as much as I don't like Ellen <laughs> Ellen was interviewing Alec Baldwin he went on, he was like, yeah, the child's called Romeo, and she was like, but it's spelt Romeo, and he was like, yeah, but Romeo and, and he was, she was like, it's Romeo, isn't it? So, it's probably <laughs> well the only good, good thing wanted. that Ellen's done, which is calling him
0: out on that um, Do you know, all I'm hearing in my head when you say Romero, you know the um, puppets, the Harry Potter puppets, and they're saying Hermione, wrong. Yes. Wait. How do they and say going, Hem- Hermione? Hermione. 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 <laughs> that's all I'm hearing. Remember, remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exactly what this is like.
1: <laughs> um. They have a. They're profiled by Ola magazine. Um. And the article again states that she was born in Spain, but they also state that her native language is Spanish. Which, it. It's I mean, not... if it is, there's no reason it should be. But <laughs> I seriously doubt it is. Then we jump to 2020, where they have another child, Eduardo, um, and this- Oh,
0: that's unfortunate for a baby. Eduardo.
1: Um, but this is when things- she starts to get exposed, basically. Cause she re- I'm not surprised. Well, with all the evidence along the way, you'd think it would have happened <laughs> earlier. But she records a podcast where she gives the impression that she moved to New York City from Spain when she was 19. Um,
0: Out of where? <laughs> from Spain oh wait no but like out of where did where has she come up with this lie like
1: I've literally got the interview like verbatim so I'll read it to you because it's oh it's very interesting but yeah on the podcast (laughs) she states that she did not know that um, she didn't know how famous Alec was when they met um, which I seriously doubt and then at this point the hosts ask when she moved to the US because they thought that was a bit odd that she didn't know very much about Alec or that he was very famous um, so yeah, I've got the next bit that I'm going to read to you. So the host says, "So you moved here with your parents," seemingly referring to New York City, because that's where the podcast was held. Okay. <laughs> Elaria goes, "No, no, no, no. Uh, I moved here when I was 19 to go to NYU," implying that she moved from Spain. Um. <laughs> cause, oh, because then the host goes, "Ah, from," and Elaria goes, "From. My family lives in Spain. They lived in. They live in Mallorca." So she doesn't answer the question. She, She's just implying <laughs> that she has moved from Spain. But she cleverly yeah. never goes, oh, I moved from Spain. She just goes, my family live in
0: Spain. <laughs> the old original lie yeah. that she has to fall <laughs> back <laughs> on. <off. laughs> um,
1: and then so the host goes, so yeah, that would make sense. You wouldn't know the pop culture of. And then she kind of covers and goes, well, I know no pop culture. Now I'm better, but I knew no pop culture. Because she's trying to cover for the fact they were like, okay, so if you're Spanish, it makes sense. You might not know he was that famous. But now she's (laughs) claiming that she had no knowledge of pop culture, Spanish (laughs) or otherwise. Um, And then later in the show, the host asks her if she would ever want to move back, implying that she had once lived there and been born there. Uh, She (laughs) says all the time. Uh, And then they go, you came for school and you never left. And she goes, I came for school and I never, ever, ever left. Implying that she came from Spain and was living in Spain. Um, And then she says, Alec and I are always like, oh, one day we'll move there. My kids actually go to a bilingual school so that they're getting educated in both languages. So that we have the opportunity. Uh, Also worth mentioning at this point, um, she grew up in a $4 million house in Boston. (gasps) No. And at point she said, now I couldn't find the exact evidence for this, but I've seen videos where it's been stated, but I couldn't find okay. the exact source of her saying this. But there's been times where she said they didn't even have a TV when they grew up and stuff like that. What? She lives in a four... Uh, because I think she's trying to make it come across as if she's like this like little girl from Spain Nobody. with no knowledge of pop yeah. culture. She's living in Boston in a
0: four million... <laughs> dollar house. (gasps) Um, See, I thought she was kind of like normal, but not Rich, because no. she's a yoga teacher, but she's rich. Yeah, that's she rich.
1: NYU and then became a yoga teacher. Like, I think you kind of have to be pretty rich to be to be like, I'm going <laughs> to do a full
0: that degree
1: at like a expensive, <laughs> super uni- expensive yeah, uni, uni yeah. and live in New York, which also expensive, and then become a yoga teacher. Like, not many people can ex- afford <laughs> to do those two things in New York. But, um, yeah. So then. <laughs> someone leaves a bad review on her podcast and they said that they knew her in high school and that she never spoke with a spanish accent at high school and that they called her hillary instead of helaria hillary and then we get the twitter (laughs) thread that's exposing her and then at this point alec is like oh Back to my old friend Twitter, gotta go defend my wife. And he keeps saying, and this is no joke, it's eight minutes long, and he keeps going, consider the source, consider the source, <laughs> consider the source. And he called social media the enemy. I honestly thought this was a joke when I saw first saw it. I didn't know it was real. He called social media the enemy, called the speculation ridiculous, and urged people not to to listen to the things others were saying. Um, he then the next day posts a photo on Instagram with the quote a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is putting on its shoes um, <laughs> <laughs> oh because you're a victim of fake news
0: Alex Exactly. <laughs> very, very
1: Donald Trump the response to me was oh, very Donald, Donald Trump, Trump. Um, so oh the next day, um, oh, no, not the next day. Elaria also responds with the video. Not sure when that comes in the timeline, but she does. Um, and she said that she tends to mix English and Spanish depending on which language she has been speaking in most recently. And to quote her, she says, it's one of those things that's always been a little bit, I've been a little insecure about over the different times when i tried to work i tried to enunciate a little bit more but if i get nervous or upset upset or sometime or something then i start to mix the two now i quite a good like excuse but yeah. the thing i think she's doing i think she's trying to make you feel bad for her by being like oh it's hard oh, i'm nervous and i'm really insecure about it and the fact that she's saying like when she's nervous or upset that's when the spanish bit comes out
0: when she's when she's vulnerable and don't make fun of her yeah but if that had only like if
1: you only heard like had examples of the spanish accent coming up on interviews i'd be more likely to be like yeah that makes sense yeah but there is the impression alec did to begin with where he said she was (laughs) spanish she was from spain and did a spanish accent for her why would she be nervous around him Unless she yeah. made it all up, but yeah he, she's and there's loads of evidence of her in a comfortable environment when she's not being interviewed speaking with a Spanish accent, so it doesn't really it doesn't really make sense um can I
0: just have a look and see how so she's thirty is she thirty one or is she 30?
1: not exactly sure she could be a bit older than that
0: I'm just gonna see how old um when was she born she was born at, she's thirty seven now So she was born in 1984. She would have been 10 years old when Alec Baldwin punched the paparazzi for the first time. She knew... You must have known who this man was as growing up in America.
1: (laughs) She knew who he was. She was lying. She lies, I swear. She didn't know the extent of his fame, but she was living in New York.
0: And she's she's 10 years older than his daughter. Anyway... Uh, yeah i
1: don't love that myself (laughs) um she okay she also says in this like video that growing up in the u.s she would go by hillary but her whole family call her Ilaria. but just to confirm again no one in her family is spanish so (laughs) she should just be hillary i think her actual name is Alaria. But like she talks a lot about the pronunciation of Ilaria and she's like, well, in Spain, like you don't pronounce the H like on Ola, it's, so it's Alaria and she has this conversation a lot. But like she's American and I'm pretty sure her name should just be Hillary anyway. Um Alec responds to this video in the comments and says, You never claimed you were from Spain, you always maintained you were born here. But let's go back again. Two thousand thirteen, the video where he's doing the Spanish accent, what did he say?
0: Photo evidence spain proof. your own words
1: <laughs> well that you can hear him say it yeah you can hear him say it you can go look it up and hear the man oh say that his God. wife is from spain he never says oh you know she grew up both in like spain well he does at different points but he never is clear <laughs> about the fact she is american he like yeah. does like a mocking acts like spanish accent yeah um, yes. So then more people from her school come out and say that she had no trace of a Spanish accent while she was there, and she went by Hillary. Um, the school in question, Cambridge School of Western in Massachusetts, lists Ilaria as 2002 alumni, which disproves that she. Um, what she said about moving yeah, from Spain she was to Spain go there. to university in New York. Because <laughs> she was at school there. Why would she be at this school for half the we time at half the time in Spain? But yeah, she was she was fully claiming that she had moved from spain to university or if mm. she wasn't claiming it she was implying it um by when they were like where did you live before it and she didn't answer <laughs> and just went my family live in spain um so then we come to the most recent year 2020 obviously we've talked about it before they had another child but one six months after the other one if you want to know my opinions on that well i don't really have an opinion Other than I just find it a little odd, but we talked about it in another podcast, Um, which I can't remember. So it really was pointless bringing that up. Um, But she does apologize for misrepresenting her background and culture in 2021. Uh, But it's still weird. That's kind of the end of everything, but that's weird, right? The whole thing is weird. My overall outcome of it was, I think that she met him, (laughs) panicked was trying to impress him and went with a Spanish accent because this no. that's not an normal thing to happen because there was a girl that went on the bachelor and no. pretended to have an Australian accent <laughs> she pretended she was from Australia so like that wouldn't be that weird to have happened because she was probably like I mean I kind of understand yeah. it. if you meet a celebrity you're probably a bit starstruck <laughs> and then she got stuck in a lie I think that's what happened she got stuck in the lie and then Alec was like, I don't want to seem stupid, so pretended he, all the time he'd known she wasn't Spanish. Because she probably was like, yeah, I never told you I was Spanish. And then he was like, oh yeah, maybe she didn't. And I do not want to seem like I'm a bad husband. So then he's like, uh, yeah, she never said that. But if you want to really know Ilaria, I really recommend going to watch, I think it's a Vogue thing. I'll link it with this. And it's like her doing her morning routine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so ridiculous it's so ridiculous and she makes the children um pack lunches and one of them she purely gets them a wrap what and fills it with hummus nothing else and then rolls up that's a not wrap of right. hummus and she gives them that for lunch
0: that's no that's not just nutritional a wrap and hummus Nutrici-
1: nothing in there no veg no nothing <laughs> just just a bit of like a wrap one wrap Hummus fills it with hummus, rolls it up, cuts it
0: in half. Does she think that's Spanish cooking?
1: Probably, I reckon so. Loads of comments were like, "I know she's white from the fact she just put, <laughs> she just made a, a hummus wrap." With just Thomas. <laughs> you know it's so that? ridiculous. Like she it she makes it seem like a so idyllic. She wakes up with like the youngest child in bed and she's like, I'm just gonna do yoga with the child, the baby and then her and the baby do yoga and it's basically her just like holding the baby in the air while she'll sit <laughs> up. Uh, and then she's like, I'm going to go down and make breakfast for all the other billions of children we've got. And then she does her makeup for the rest of it. and like, she kind It's the kind of thing where they sort of are like, I'm such a doting mother, but you know they've got like 50 nannies that oh, live in with them.
0: A team yeah. of people who are there to help her.
1: There's no way you go about having that amount of children. Like, who not many people will have a child and then six months later have another one because how much work are babies? Yeah. So much work. So one. tiring. <laughs> one on its own. They've got so many. So many. I just can't believe it. Anyway, that's the end. But how baffling is that?
0: That's amazing. I didn't know it was so deep. Because I, I only heard it, like I said, I only heard about it in January this year when it yeah. was all coming out. And then it kind of got sidelined by the um, army hammer. Thing, yeah, so. right. Yeah, like I kind of, six days in.
1: I wanted to, like, look into it with an open mind, and I wanted to be like, if I could look at it and understand, like, if yeah. I looked at it and she'd really explained herself, then I would, I would, ex- I would say that I would be like, I actually believe her. I think she did grow up half and half, and yeah. that's why she's got this accent. I would, I would believe that, and I, I think I would have believed if she had like certain words she would say with more of an accent, I think that's more likely that that would happen, that occasionally you say a word it has a bit more accent to it that happens with a lot of people but and I was really ready to go in with an open mind and I did, and I read all the information and when I came out I was like, I have not changed my mind (laughs) and I was ready to, even though I think this is just such a beautiful meme, the idea that someone would fake their heritage for like 10 years but more importantly, like, she has benefited from like like opportunities that Hispanic women could have been yeah.
0: getting. Yeah, all those interviews and being on like With Latina on the, and yeah, on
1: the cover of Vanity Fair España that being claimed like bag- magazine saying that she was Latina, stuff like that. Yeah, praising her, putting giving her like I don't know, being the like top fifteen dress Latinas of the week or whatever the award was. That could God. have been going to like women Actual. who yeah. yeah. It it's disgusting really when you think about that side of it it's like okay well i i get the mistake <laughs> of accidentally coming to your husband just spanish but you didn't need no. to take opportunities from women who they were more important to because at the end of the day Who's she's just a white Goldwyn
0: and has all these kids and she's like half his age that's literally that's to stop that being like her usp because that's not a unique story yes it's has to be wow. oh i'm I'm exotic and I'm different and I'm ooh, but actually you're just a white woman who's not even spicy white. You're just white. Just white. She's just white. <laughs> Probably stepped off the Mayflower. <laughs> like they can trace it back.
1: Well, I think he's like they they had traced it back and their their family had moved to Massachusetts <laughs> in like the eighteen hundreds. But from in, yeah, your from surname England, isn't
0: Thomas. For... <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly, Thomas, and what was her mom's Hayward? Like they're Mm -hmm. they're very white names. So (laughs) uh, the fact that that the bit that got me was the fact that she was like my family couldn't pronounce Baldwin, Baldwin. I guarantee that even if they were Spanish, they could have said Baldwin. Anyway, that's that on Alec. Let us know what you think. Do you think? Yeah, what do you think about Alaria? What's your theories? Do you think that like are we being unreasonable? Is she telling the truth, or has she made a massive mistake and actually yeah, told I'm her fully convinced in the early days that it was the latter?
0: Because
1: that's my theory. And then like, yeah, and like, do you think Alec is just a really aggressive man, or are we being too like hard on him? Do you think that some other things? I mean, I mean, he's a racist and homophobic, so I don't think so, but. If you've got a different take on Alec, I'm sure we'd like to hear it. Uh, and yeah, if you think I'm completely off mark with the Donald Trump impression, then let me know that yeah. too. But I, I I don't think I'll change my mind.
0: If it was your favourite skit on SNL, I think you need to look at your life choices, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, because, uh, they never were. Like, I would, when like the clips from SNL would go up on a Sunday, I would like, check them out or check out some of them. I never checked those ones out because like, they... Well, obviously I checked out the like some initial ones, but I just got bored of them very soon. <laughs> um, so that's fun. And so shall we give our TikToks of the week? Oh, yeah. Week? So TikToks of the week is just the time that me and Holly take to wind down and explain who we loved on TikTok this week. <laughs> so we can give people credit, unlike in the past where we just talk about TikToks we liked, but never know anyone's ads. No, exactly. So do you have one ready, Holly, or do you want me to shoot?
0: Uh, you go first.
1: So I discovered a TikTok account this week called at ooh, brats. So if you, if you want to find it yourself, it's ooh with three O's, I think, and then just brats. Ooh, brats. Ooh, brats. Oh, yeah, that's my, I never thought about that. <laughs> like, the, like the advert? Yeah, I never th- thought about that. Okay, so I'm ignorant. <laughs> um, so the TikTok account just shows throwbacks to a brats TV show that I wasn't really aware oh, wow. of but looks to be the best thing to have existed like it kind of beats the Barbies movies like or I think it's on a similar level of just really obscure TV shows based off dolls that were made for children Um, the first one I saw which is the one we'll share to Instagram was (laughs) just so bizarre there's like a Bratz girl and I'm sorry I don't know the name of the specific Bratz girl but just you know your casual Bratz girl she's walking down the street there's like an emotional song playing she looks upset her shoe falls off her foot, and she just continues walking. And it's a high heel, so she's walking one high heel, one one just foot, and she never notices it falls <laughs> off. Continues walking. A man shows up in on a motorbike that has a Union Jack flag on the back, and he's wearing a Union Jack helmet. Turns up. Gives her the shoe, and she's like, you found it. I wasn't aware she knew it was missing, so... And if she was, it was literally two steps behind her, so I don't know what that's about. Um, He maybe says one thing, but then just says nothing and just raises his eyebrows at her a lot. And then she gets on his bike... What? And they just drive off... <laughs> which is a horrible lesson to give to children. <laughs> do not get on a weird mouth bike. Also, I think they were trying to like make him be like English and have an English accent, but I don't think that they did because that would make sense with all the union jacks. Yeah. But he I and I think the person who's trying to put an accent on for 1 second but then fails, which is maybe why they made him do like they animated it to do so much eyebrow work <laughs> instead of talking.
0: They Cut The whole all his thing is—it's
1: oh, immaculate. <laughs> I really recommend. Although, isn't one of the Bratz men actually English?
0: Oh, I feel like I'm
1: remembering that from the Bratz movie. That seems right. I really want to go rewatch the Bratz movie now, and I think we should maybe talk about it next week because isn't one of the guys in it blind? Oh, and there is some quite like uneducated representation of how blind people operate in that film. Oh no.
0: I wouldn't be surprised.
1: I'm gonna watch it and we will address it next <laughs> <Port> week. <back. laughs> I don't know I wh- I don't know how we'll fit that in, but I do think it's important. Anyway, Holly, your TikTok.
0: My TikTok of the week I mean I spent like an hour and a half watching TikToks this morning. It was terrible. There's this woman who um she's called at It's a Benny who could nice. do um a really good trumpet impression with just her mouth. And she does. Wait, a trumpet? Yeah.
1: I thought we said a trump impression. And oh. I was like, Holly, you know how I feel about this. But
0: <laughs> I've seen this. I have seen this. It's so good. And she does Le Vie en Rose, and it yes. sounds like a trumpet. It's incredible. It genuinely does.
1: It's beautiful. Yes. Like there's no need for trumpets when this girl exists. No. I'm she sorry she has the the just wiped community. out
0: the entire trumpet. Yes. Every trumpet player.
1: At first I did think you'd said she does a really good trump impression. I was like <laughs> You know how I feel. I don't care if it's the most accurate Trump impression ever. Everyone does one and I'm bored. Move on. I think it's just like, it, it's just kind of it takes me back to a very specific person doing a Trump impression to me. Um, Can you name this person? No. I'm not going to, but you will know who it is and I'll tell you later. And I'm sorry to everyone on the podcast. <laughs> that it's probably like, who is it? But you wouldn't know anyway. No. I don't want to name them because it, it, they're a perfectly nice person, but I just remember them doing this Trump impression and being so embarrassed like they wanted they were like I can do any any impression what impression do you want to hear and I was like I gave them options <laughs> and they couldn't do any of them and then they just settled with a Trump impression so I think that's probably why I have such an
0: issue with it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not surprised.
1: Yeah, because um, I just remember just sitting there being like, make it, make it stop, make it end. I don't have any reaction to give it I think person. I know who it is. Yeah, I think you will. I know who it is, yeah. Um, I'll confirm it later, but you'll know who it is. <laughs> it was very awkward. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. The poster is very nice. I don't have an issue with them, but... No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we have had lots of fun this week, as with every week. Oh, I've had fun. I don't know if Holly's had fun. Oh, she my God, yeah. I had it.
0: no clue it went that deep. I thought, no. it, was, I thought it was just a, like an Amy Schumer weird gag that she made. Yeah. And I thought that
1: was it. I thought that was the end of it. But oh, yeah, because no. we forget. Amy Schumer's involvement in this, yes. in that she was kind of responsible for it, and then felt really bad about it. Which yeah. is, I'm, I'm not an Amy Schumer fan, but that's probably the best thing she's ever done in her career. <laughs> in that, if you don't know, she, I think it begins with her posting a picture of Ilaria who had just given birth to her child, and she's it's like Ilaria's picture of her holding a baby that she's just given birth to with an absolutely flat stomach. Yeah, or she's something. I think this is what it is, and she posts. Amy Schumer posts that with some sort of funny comment or something and then deletes it because she felt bad. And then all the stuff comes out about. I think this drew attention to Ilaria. <laughs> Everyone's then is like, uh, okay, she's not Spanish. And then Amy Schumer posts another picture. I can't remember what I said then,
0: but she is in some way responsible. Oh, yeah. I think she was like, I don't know what she thought she was doing by posting it because her comedy is very, like, weird anyway and it's, it's not weird. great in a lot of it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think she has. She is responsible for <laughs> exposing. Yeah. I mean, just
1: if anyone does want us to do, because we have mentioned Amy Schumer's comedy not great. If anyone wants us to do like a video on maybe like Amy Schumer and Lena Dun Dunham and like oh, sort of
0: Tina Fey and the times where yes. like, oh my they've god, they've not been the best. But because
1: I do want to do that, but at the same time, like I want to call them out for being problematic, because. Um, just because they're women in comedy, I think like there there's yeah. a lot of like women in comedy don't often get a voice, which is fine, but not fine, obviously but, <laughs> but they, and the, yeah, fine, <laughs> these are some of the most successful women in comedy yeah. they're white, yeah, um women, privileged women um and the portrayals they get of, a lot race. of hate. yes, not good, and they've done a lot of bad stuff, and the hate is valid, yeah, but then there's a part of me that's like. There is so many terrible male comedians. Yeah. And am I sort of a traitor for focusing on the women? But then they are white privileged women, which is what I am, and I feel like if I don't address it then I'm being like, Well they're, they're women. They can yeah. get away with it, but no, they deserve to be called out too. So let us know what you think. Should we do that? Is are we are we wrong to do, is that right? Kinda I feel like they need to be called out. I mean, they've done some really horrific stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. It would definitely be like a long podcast worth. I think that would be it a really would. fun podcast. But then also I feel like I've, we've kind of rectified that because we looked at the terrible things Alec Baldwin has this done true. and continue to do. <laughs> we do often look at how terrible men are. So should we
1: do this? I think we kind of need to call them out too. <laughs> yes. We need to. Otherwise we're being a bit biased. We need to yeah. recognize that white women are often benefiting of their privilege a lot and that needs yeah. to be addressed yeah. otherwise, yeah so should we do that? Let us know, we probably will it'll probably be too late if you let us know but, um, <laughs> okay uh, we love you all, please let us know what you thought of this podcast, what you think we should do for future podcasts if you've got any problems, let us know yeah,
0: um, we, we give advice out now <laughs>
1: yeah, apparently that's our thing um, <laughs> but yeah, we would, uh, we would love to hear what you think and also go follow all the social below and if we haven't we'll have linked one and you can find the others from there um but yeah love you all bye